The pick is in, and Jerome Powell survives. U.S. home sales climb. Major investments in the crypto space continue to be made, and GM takes a stake in a marine play. This is the running with the money briefing. Let's get into it. is up and we are back and what a wild day in the markets taking a look at the indexes you currently see the dow up 283 points to nasdaq down 25 and the s&p 500 up 28 meanwhile you're seeing those grilled names get absolutely hammered meanwhile you are seeing somewhat of a rotation in the financials and energy today very interesting makeup in the market here on this news of jerome powell being reappointed renominated to another term so today president joe biden he announced that jerome powell would be serving a second term as the Federal Reserve Chair. Yet he also put forth Fed Governor Lael Brainard as Vice Chairman. So some big stuff there. Now, when it comes to his statement, he goes on to say, quote, as I've said before, we can't justify return to where we were before the pandemic. We need to build our economy back better. And I'm confident that Chair Powell and Dr. Bernard's focus on keeping inflation low prices stable and delivering full employment will make our economy stronger than ever before. Now that was President Biden. There was definitely some campaign slogans there in an agenda mixed in with their build back better agenda, whatever you want to call that. Either way, Today, the news that is storming the markets is pretty much that Jerome Powell, he is staying there at the Fed for a second term in the market. Seems to very much like that. And also, it seems to be a risk off for a lot of investors. You know, a lot of investors were panicking that maybe uh, President Biden would not nominate Jerome Powell to a second term. They were worried about that. And that risk has now been taken off the table. So one of those risks being taken off the table and a lot of investors liking that this morning, the markets reacted in a positive manner towards this nomination. Now you take a look at what the Fed is doing and is planned on doing, and we've been talking about over the past few weeks how these fears have been building that the Fed is going to have to tighten quicker than what they have said. Now, we all know there's been this taper talk, and they released this plan to start tapering, and they've started tapering and pairing back those bond purchases by around $15 billion per month each month up until early summer of 2022. So, not a bad note. They're basically tapering over time, a gradual decline or a gradual taper. Not a bad thing, and the market really didn't react negatively to that. In fact, um, in some cases... In the past, you have seen, as the Fed has tapered, you have seen the markets actually react in a very positive manner. So investors, you know, they all have different views on where the market's going to go on this tapered news, but we have gotten commentary of late that they're going to have to taper quicker, possibly even rate hikes due to the levels of inflation. And therefore, you could see some major negative in the market. It'll be interesting to see what happens. There's really no predicting that and what the Fed does. A lot of people like to play the prediction game, but we are in the game of news here at Running With The Money, and there has been talks of a quicker taper, mostly just talks, nothing of serious notion. Now, shifting into these U.S. home sales, climbing. So we saw existing home sales increase 0.8% in October, taking the annual rate of 6.34 million units last month. So in essence here, we saw a 0.8% increase, taking that seasonal adjusted rate to 6.34 million in the previous month, we also saw, and that is the second straight month 
of increases in these existing home sales. So solid performance here or solid upside action, whatever you want to call it, um, a solid increase here in existing home sales. You also take a look at median home prices. Those rose by 13.1% year over year, taking the median existing home price to $353,900 in October. And most of those sales were concentrated between the $250,000 and $500,000 priced home. Interesting data. Now, shifting in the housing supply, and this is really what a lot of people have been focusing on is the housing supply actually dropped 12% year over year, taking it to 1.25 million homes previously owned in the market, which year over year is down 12%. So interesting housing data. In essence, you saw those existing home sales increase. You saw the median house price increase and you saw those supply or the supply in housing decrease. Some interesting data coming out of the housing market today. Now we also take a look at the biggest analyst calls of the day. And what do we see? We see Wells Fargo initiating coverage of Microsoft at overweight. A very interesting call. What did Wells Fargo have to say about Microsoft? They go on to say, even after having become one of the largest companies on the planet, we still see a bright future ahead for Microsoft, driven by continued growth prospects in huge categories of IT spend, ability to further monetize strong positioning in multiple markets, and a financial profile that continues to exhibit durable growth and margin expansion. Wells Fargo, liking Microsoft, sees a bright future for the company. And then we have Atlantic Equities, upgrading Adobe to overweight from neutral. They go on to say its total addressable market is vast and expanding. And we expect Adobe to retain its market share, delivering mid-teens revenue growth and margin expansion. In addition, we have a differentiated view of the digital experience segment and are above consensus due to our positive take on new leadership there. Now, Another big call out of the market today was Cohen downgrading Blink charging to market perform from outperform. Going on to say, quote, Blink has consistently traded at premium to the group this year, but at more than 30 times price to 2023 revenue consensus, the stock trades seven times above the closest competitor and nearly 20 times higher than the group average. We prefer CHPT and EVGO as ways to play the growing EV charging theme. So in essence here, Cohen's just saying, you know, the valuation is stretched here on Blink and we like these competitors more. Now, shifting into the crypto world, there have been some more major investments made in this space and some more big time valuation pumps or increases here. So first off, the Celsius network will be making a major investment of over $300 million additionally into its Bitcoin mining capabilities um, and growth segment there. So very interesting stuff there. So in essence, Celsius network investing another $300 million into their ability to mine Bitcoin. And, you know, this platform is continuing to see major flows of capital or managed manage capital going to them. You take a look at what the Celsius network does, and in essence, they provide yield on many different assets, uh, assets, 46 different assets, actually, and that includes Ethereum and Bitcoin and stable coins, and they pay their users out weekly on this yield. Very interesting stuff. And they generate yield 
by lending these cryptos to institutions, exchanges, and other individuals. So a very interesting platform, the Celsius Network. Now, as of 2018, um, and currently since launch, they have $1 billion in digital assets and 1.2 million users. So it's a pretty sizable platform, and they're continuing to make more investments in the crypto space. This is just one of their other investments into Bitcoin mining, an additional $300 million going into those Bitcoin mining capabilities. And this comes just after they planned and launched their plans to expand their mining operations in North America, where they had already invested $200 million in June. So very, very interesting stuff coming out of the Celsius network. Now you take a look at another uh, cryptocurrency platform, MoonPay, and they hit a $3.4 billion valuation in their latest funding round. So MoonPay said on Monday or today that they raised $555 million in their first funding round. Now, this investment round was led by Tiger Global, Co2, um, and a few other firms. And this company, you know, is now valued at $3.4 billion according to their latest funding round. Very interesting stuff. Now, what does MoonPay do? Well, they let users buy cryptocurrencies in unconventional ways using credit cards and a few other sources like Apple Pay and Google Pay. So very, very interesting. In fact, the founders of this company and the CEO of MoonPay basically said, you know, they're somewhat of a crypto as a service company. That's very interesting. Maybe a CAAS acronym coming out of these new technologies. Very interesting stuff. The CEO calling it a crypto as a service company. They offer some of their services to other major players in the space like OpenSea and Bitcoin.com. So very interesting stuff out of MoonPay. Definitely a crypto play to take a look at, hitting a $3.4 billion valuation in their latest funding round that raised $555 million. And finally, we need to talk about GM, an interesting headline on GM today, taking a stake in a pure watercraft play. They took a stake in pure watercraft. Think of that. So they acquired a 25% stake in pure watercraft, a Seattle-based startup, and they make fully electric outboard motors for boats of pretty much all kinds. Now, this is very interesting. Now, according to sources, this deal is worth around $150 million, and this comes after GM is making this push into this electrification of all vehicles, not just um, cars and trucks, but all vehicles. And well, I guess the marine area is one of those areas that GM could target when it comes to electrification of transportation. Very interesting stuff. Now, according to CNBC and sources, pure watercraft motors, they use lithium ion batteries and they are currently building these motors, these electric outboard motors to replace those 40 to 50 horsepower outboard motors that burn gas or diesel. So very interesting stuff coming out of GM investing in the in the electrification of the marine space is really what they are doing here. Now, taking a look at the broader markets before we go, we have to look at what is leading the way today. So, on a one-day relative performance basis, we see technology and communication services and healthcare moving to the downside. Meanwhile, we see that consumer statistical and real estate and utilities and consumer defensive, industrials, financials, basic materials and energy all moving to the upside. So, not too bad here. Now, if you look 
under the hood of this market. And a lot of people on FinTwit, financial Twitter, and across really all of these big time financial people, whether on FinTwit or whether outside of FinTwit, pretty much a lot of big time financial um, icons of the space are currently looking at this market and saying it's unhealthy. And that is very interesting. Why why are they saying that while the market is moving to the upside? Well, if you take a look under the hood, you see a lot of these growth names absolutely getting crushed. For instance, today you take a look at the market and you see a Shopify down 4%. You see Asan down huge. You see Coinbase continuing to decline. You see Datadog after a huge run starting to decline. You see names like Unity after a mega run starting to decline. So in essence, you look under the hood, Asan down 18% today. You see Zoom and those stay at home companies that were once all the rage hitting lows of late. You've seen companies like Snapchat continually moving to the downside, down another 4.23%. So you see a lot of these high multiple technology growth names moving significantly to the downside over the past two weeks, and those charts still aren't pretty, and there's really no sign of let up. And really what has been leading the markets higher over the course of the past few weeks, what has been charging or making the charge to these all-time highs amongst indexes is these mega cap names, your Apple, your Google, your Facebook, your Amazon, your Microsoft. And a lot of investors believe that once those names start to roll over, you could be indicating or there could be a correction indicated, a correction on the horizon. And many investors are fearing an upcoming correction and de-risking. So that is definitely something to pay attention to. And for everyone listening, that's something to look into. Look at the performance under the hood of these growth names, these high multiple growth names. Look at how they have been performing. Look at how many names, say, amongst amongst the NASDAQ names are above their 200-day moving average. In fact, the amount of names above their 200-day moving average I believe just as a few days ago crossed under 37%. I believe that was the last number I saw. So not many names performing too well within the NASDAQ, yet the NASDAQ continues to make new all-time highs. So a very interesting makeup in the market right now when it comes to performance, and it's definitely something to pay attention to, especially when you're trying to gauge market health and where the market is going in the future. Just something to note. Other notable names that are down today, you see C Limited down hitting 300 bucks per share. You see EA down uh, nearly 4%. You see Roblox taking a hit 7.65% to the downside today at 124 after a big time run. A lot of these names have absolutely skyrocketed in the previous few months. And now maybe those valuations are stretched and those multiples are going to start to come in and you could see significant declines over the next few weeks. That is what some investors are predicting. Who knows? It's very tough to gauge the market and predict the market, but sometimes you get it right. At the end of the day, this was another episode of the Running With The Money podcast. Go get my boys over at Pounding The Table a listen on Spotify and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Here at Running With The Money, we are proud team members and partners of the Pounding The Table Network. And, you know, at the end of the day, they're turning out, the Pounding The Table team is turning out some of the best content in the FinTwit space. So definitely go check it out at Pounding The Table on Spotify and anywhere you listen to podcasts. And finally, give me and my team a follow at Running With The Money on Facebook and Instagram or at Luke Donay on Twitter. Thank you for listening. Eat, sleep, profit, and I will see you tomorrow. 